0: <laughs> what's up, what's up? Nah, dude, what is up, bro? What is up, bro? What, what are you doing, bro? What do you think you're doing over there with your straw in your mouth and you just drinking your drink, bro? I'm
1: just sipping on my little sippy sack. Your little bro. Mai Tai, Srippin little cream. sex
0: on the beach,
1: well, bro. My Tai action, you know. <laughs> right before 420, pregame 420 action, you know. Celebrate. Hillary's oh birthday. shit, bro.
0: Well, so it's uh it's episode thirty-six pickup sticks. We're back in here with the boys, pro football crew. Austin over there with the straw in his yeah. mouth. Colby with the dolphins hat on, rocking like always. How's it going, boys? How, how how you been this last week?
1: Oh, great week, bro. Had a baby shower, had the whole fam around. We that all was got a good shit time. Face.
0: Great time. Shit face. I mean, I d I didn't get there. Blacked but I also got fucking had,
1: blacked out. I
0: also had a child of my own to watch, so... Hell yeah. I was you watched her duty. like a champ, dude. You
1: watched them like a champ. I'm
0: telling you, it was very clutch. She was able to touch at the bottom of that pool. <laughs> because if I had to, like, somehow work my way into staying in that pool all day, I would have been very upset. That would have sucked. That one kid tried to pull you in. Bro, Gracie mentioned that when we got home, too. She was like, how about that weird guy that asked you and Austin to come swimming? I think that that was her. I think that she did that because I saw them, like,
2: you know, co-mingling or whatever. Like, they were close enough. And then, like, her doing the whole crazy thing. I think that that was her setting that kid up, which is
0: devious as fuck. I've got to ask her then because if so, that's genius and I'm actually (laughs) Because that's awesome.
1: Because she, she acted like she had no clue. She, whenever he turned around, she gave him the crazy finger next oh to the my head God. like that. You're a psycho. I, that's yeah, exactly.
0: Funny. I know it, This
1: guy's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it before we break down our uh, off-season previews for the Jaguars, the Giants, the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Bengals. Then we'll hit you with our top 30 pass catchers, wide receivers, tight ends, mixed in with that there for you. So, uh, first up on the news for the day, Jalen Hurts getting the bag. I think it's really smart that they went ahead and paid him before Herbert and Burrow got their deals and yes. drove that price up. But also, I think it does put a lot more pressure on the Ravens with Lamar because the every quarterback that keeps getting signed, he's just going to keep looking at them and saying my guaranteed's going up.
2: Everyone loves to talk about new money because he's getting like $51 million a year if you do it based off of new money off of like a five-year deal. But in reality, he's on a six-year deal because it's like an extension over this year. He was supposed to get four. Now he's going to get... 43 or 44 is like what it ends up turning out to. uh Maybe like 45 or 47, but he, it's definitely not 50 a year average, which is what everyone likes to say. They're all out there like, oh, look, he's getting 50 a year. Now, he also made it to the Super Bowl last year. And I think that Lamar having to like measure himself off of the Deshaun Watson contract was wrong. And now he has something that he can actually measure off of and like. Say that's what I want. You give me fucking that right there. I'll sign that on the dotted line.
1: We know for a fact the Eagles had the easiest schedule, and like that's why it was such an easy path to get there. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Not taking anything away from him, he's a great. Did Jalen Hurts like and the Eagles look like they
2: were competing whenever they were in the Super Bowl? Were they competing that whole game?
1: I mean, they were slipping and sliding all over the field. Yeah, it so. was a three-point game,
0: and they held Patrick Mahomes to 185 passing yards. Like, so it I don't was think absolutely. Patrick Mahomes a cons- now, I will is- say though, I don't know if they can go through this season having Jalen Hurts have games where he's only throwing for 145 yards and rushing for 60 yards, and uh- that's his only offensive output for the. Day.
2: I think this season they'll be fine, but. Within the next three years, if that's still the game plan, then they're going to slowly start to fall off. I I agree. I think that they could probably run it back and do exactly what they did last year again. Now is the time to abuse him. He's already your franchise guy. Like now you might as well just get as much off the tires as you can.
0: The smart thing for him on Jalen's side was negotiating that no trade clause in his contract. Very smart. Very smart because number one, it ties the Eagles to him. They can't do anything with him unless they straight up release him. But if you release him, that means everything on his contract is now completely guaranteed and you have to pay it. So, yeah, I'm, for me, I, I understand the kickback on it because of like you said, Austin, we've talked about their schedule being shit all year last year. Jalen Hurts basically had question marks every season up until this season. The year before this one, 2021, I do think you you were able to see like some flashes of what might be there. And this year with more of a complete team around him, I think it's what helped him get that money. But I'll just to make a point on my I'm getting to the point where I've just because I've just paid attention to all the offseason stuff for so long. And I've always said it and I'll continue to say it. The cap is a myth. Like, I don't pay attention to what contracts are getting signed, what guaranteed money is, how how long the contract exactly for. Because number one, most guys never last their entire contract with the team. It either gets extended or they get cut earlier. Also, it's not my money like these Deals always get done. If a team wants a player, it gets done. The Miami Dolphins have Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Teron Armstead, and Tyree Kill all making top three positional money for their positions. I think- other than and them having still, a bunch of rookies on the card, con- we're still
2: paying contract, other people. We're still paying other people well, and that's what
0: I'm saying. Like, so like the cap to me doesn't matter. Like, yes, great for Jalen. He's a great it's guy, and he deserves it. A, a good but point I on. Stress out about it, especially with him being a quarterback. Because in two to three years, this contract is going to look like a bargain.
2: I agree. I think that's where the Eagles were really smart, like you said earlier, to lock them up before these other quarterbacks get paid. Because even like Patrick Mahomes' second contract and Josh Allen's second contract, these guys that have already been locked up for a few years, they're going to break the bank a second time whenever they come around. And Lamar's definitely next. I think Pat McAfee's show said it, that they've, he's basically just, he must've been waiting for like some sort of comp, right? This is a comparison of like a contract that I can actually make sense on. One that's not
0: blackballed from the league. Exactly. It used, it used to be the Deshaun Watson contract. But
2: that's that's but, not a good comp because it's a fully guaranteed. The and that owners was his whole hated
0: thing. Jimmy Haslam for putting that contract out yeah. there because of this situation with Lamar. Because they would think, well, Deshaun really hasn't ex- succeeded in anything in the league yet and this is what you're paying him, what am I going to have to pay an MVP, a quarterback like Joe Burrow, who's gone to the Super Bowl? Like, shit like that, bro. Like, to where that that contract is a complete anomaly, and no owner will do any contract like that in the league. So, um, next up on the list, congrats, Jalen. We'll move on from there. Uh, and, Colby, I'm going to let you touch on this because you, uh, you were the one that brought this up pre-show. Brian Hartline... His uh, coaching lineage, I guess, for his wide receivers there at Ohio State.
2: So the, those that know Brian Hartline know him as an uh, all-pro receiver for the Dolphins, pretty much the only Dolphins receiver at the time whenever he was there. And he's been with Ohio State since way back whenever Terry McLaren, McLaurin was there. And uh, he did a top four of his like top four receivers. Number one on his list <clears throat> was Marvin Harrison Jr., Which everyone expected. He said he's the prototype. Like, he's exactly what you're looking for.
0: If he was in this year's draft, he would be a top five pick.
2: I mean, maybe even... Well, because of all the quarterbacks need not one or two, but he'd probably go three.
0: He would go three to Arizona. You're absolutely correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then... Number two on his list was Jackson Smith and Jigba, which surprised the fuck out of me and made me really interested in where this guy goes and maybe even picking him up in fantasy next year as like a late lock because it number two. I mean, number three on his list was fucking uh, Garrett Wilson. And then number four was Terry. So, like, that's impressive as fuck to be in those names. And the fact that all these guys are coming from Ohio State, I I didn't notice it. Like I wasn't Jackson, aware
0: after like just further, like digging into more reports, like post or like for this pre-draft processed uh, reports coming out of certain teams, like interviews with guys and things like that. Like to me, I think Jackson Smith is solidifying himself as the number one receiver in this draft by a wide margin, simply because of the stats that he was able to put up as the wide receiver three behind Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And then this year, with Marvin Harrison Jr. completely destroying like he was doing, it didn't hurt him at all. And everything you, like, there's no, to me, there's no clear knock in his game other than he could be faster. But he's able to get open. He has a lot of Cooper Cup to his game. Like, he's just able to get open. Smooth in and out of cuts. Sure-handed. Just always on the ball and when the ball's in his hands he has decent play speed now you know if it's a 50 60 yard run a db with a good angle is probably going to catch him but still you don't have to worry about him you know dropping that ball across the middle for a 10 yard post or some you know a 10 yard out route he's going to drag the toes for you like i i love jackson smith he was my number two wide receiver coming into whenever we did our rankings in the Uh, earlier in the year. He's Uh easily my number one. Jordan Addison has just fallen down my list. And, yeah, Ohio State is absolutely wide receiver U right now. Another big
2: change that's been happening in, like, the draft market is the quarterback position. Like, at this point, everyone says that Bryce Young is number one. And I've heard that fucking CJ is moving down to number four, like, on every list. And, like... Everyone loves a- AR. AR-15 is
1: rising that up. List. Yeah. heard that, too. I mean, I mean how can you not?
0: Hendon Hooker not? is a guy with, that's also rising up. Because of what he was able to do last year, his accuracy dude. is off yep. the charts. He's and a little yes, bit older, but that doesn't ACL, matter. But with him coming in as a rookie, he's not necessarily – You don't want to push him in to start anyway. So to me, the injury, he's forced to sit, which is a good thing in my opinion. Yeah, he's a little on the older side. I think when he gets drafted, he's going to be 24, 25 years old, which that's about the time dudes are getting their second contract. But we've seen dudes come into the league at that age and still have success. So like, I don't know about CJ Stroud being pushed down to number four. I also don't know about Bryce being number one locked in just because of the size take the size away he's absolutely far and away that's what
2: i'm saying i don't see it frank reich needs a big guy as his quarterback i I could see him taking ar but i think cj's the the key number one i mean he does everything you want
0: especially this week like where it's it's lying season i've heard now don't be sold on houston taking a quarterback at number yeah that's bullshit Don't be sold on uh, the Cardinals trading out of number three. Also, don't be completely sold on the Colts taking a quarterback at number four. I I don't believe anything. Now, this Trey Lance stuff coming up with him in, in those trade rumors, that makes it a little interesting to me for a team, say, that misses out on Anthony Richardson pop that trade over for Trey Lance for about a second or a third round draft pick. They're just trying to Especially get rid of him anyway.
2: You're not going to have to trade a first. You already know. Like they want Brock Purdy. They said he's the starter and they're going to stick with so that. So to me,
0: it, as a position with the Colts, CJ Stroud's gone. Bryce Young is gone. Hypothetically, somebody moves up to number three and takes Anthony Richardson. Do you pull the trigger on Will Levis or do you go ahead and take somebody else at number four? and trade a second rounder for trade. You're not pulling the trigger on Will Levis that early, though, right? He's talked about going to number four, and he's rumored to Andy more than anybody.
2: The Austin, all week, I've heard Will Levis going above C.J. Stroud within the top four picks.
0: All week long, that's what I've heard.
2: Maybe I've been on another planet, (laughs) because where the fuck have I been? Will Levis is above C.J. Stroud? Everyone says that they just love everything about this kid's game.
1: And on top of that, look at him. He's white. Okay. <laughs> we see that the, the championship quarterback is light skin. You need a light skin quarterback to win. You need a Patrick Mahomes look-alike. So Bryce Young. Trey, no. Trey Lance. Close enough. Close enough. No. No, that's close, too. Okay. I'm just, okay. just going go to like go ahead
0: and nip this in the butt. We got to stop. CJ Stroud. With the C.J. Stroud and Patrick Mahomes comparisons, C.J. Stroud does not have that mobility. Yes, he, he does. He showed it in the Georgia game in the he playoffs. got that mobile. Go watch all of his other games throughout the season. If he is under pressure he and if he is forced out of the pocket with a dude in his face, his accuracy numbers drop significantly. He's I, solid, and he's, like a, he's my number two right now. But I the comparisons with Mahomes, those Patrick stop. Mahomes
1: isn't known for running the ball. He's known for scrambling, known for, you, you know, his because his arm Yes, because his arm is electric and elite.
0: CJ league. does not have the escapability. ability. I'm just say saying, that. We you can, you, you it, can find it another comparison. Time like I said, it. Joe Burrow to me is a better comparison for CJ Stroud. No, it
1: is. It is. I, I like that one too. But I think I those know, three quarterbacks are really comparable. I know every
2: year we get to do this, where we get to talk about these players before they happen and then they get to play and then we get to see what happens. This is one of my favorite times of the year. Just from that, like we don't know how good any of these, somebody okay. in these top five picks is going to bust. Who's it going to be? We expect all of them to be great based we'll off of their projections. It.
0: Somebody and... in the top five bros. will let us the top 10. Will bust. We'll let like, exactly. us. A if Backup you go quarterback. Back and look at draft histories. Bro, it's not great. Out of You've got maybe out of the first round, you've got maybe 10 that were absolute hits. You've got another 10 that were okay. They had decent, solid production. They were okay. And the rest is just an absolute crapshoot. Like the yep. draft, to, Never for start. anybody to say they're a draft guru, throw it out your ass because that's where it's coming from is your ass. Because nobody's a draft guru. Nobody's able to, you can project on talent all you want, but you're not able to project character. You're not able to project mental stability. And until they're drafted, you're not able to project situation. And situation matters so much for these.
2: You can't even project how well somebody can take a hit or potential to get concussions
0: or how well they're able to fall and they might need to go get jujitsu training
2: yeah i mean that's a normal thing that everyone does i'm so happy that he's doing it because it's the right thing right he's got to do something at this point
0: it, I, he's got to and i mean he even said in his press conference today that it sounds a little more you know dorky than you know or it it, it sounds a lot more dorky than what it really is like he said it's actually you know interesting as far as practicing you know the certain falls with keeping your head up and stuff and tucking your chin and everything like to where it's just second nature to where when he falls like that because I mean and I do get it from an aspect of when you fall how often do you think about like how I'm falling I can't tell you I I almost every guarantee time have probably had at least four concussions in my life from hitting the back of my head on something
2: yeah, I've never tucked my chin because I was falling backwards. No, my like, shit is always, I've like, never down, down, that.
0: down, strad off. Like, there's That's nothing I get can get laid do. out, son. You don't do the lane. <laughs> no, I was do, one, no, doing one the lane. That's why I never, was, you know, had one to one do one one it. It was because I was running in the parking lot after it rained, and I fucking just wiped out the Manifield style and just right on the back of my dome. So, That's my shit. favorite is
2: my favorite thing about the the interview was whenever he said that normally a quarterback this time of year is just not – they're not having any contact. And then they go into minicamp and they have no contact and training camp, no contact until week one of the season. And then they're just supposed to take all this contact. So him doing the jujitsu training in between, he's getting tossed around all the fucking time. So I'm – I'm thinking that the you building up tell, a resistance like, thing, like it. Oh, bro, he's fucking. His yoked.
0: shoulders are more filled out. His neck is a little thicker. Like That's he's why he's wearing the hoodie. On that, he doesn't want on anybody to bottom. see
2: it. He sees everyone yeah. talking about it already. He doesn't want everyone
1: to know. He
2: wants he, to come well, out no, there. No, he doesn't week want one. himself
1: to know, dude. It's kind of like when you work out. You wear a hoodie because you don't want to see the results until you know they're ready, dude. Yeah, not
2: until they're pristine.
0: All right, as well so, as people. Moving into our off-season previews here, what we got for you. The Jacksonville Jaguars up first. Mate, we're getting into the playoff teams here, so this is exciting. Finished the season at 9-8. They okay. added Dearness Johnson, running back from the Cleveland Browns. Dog. He, was, he was solid. Josh Wells, right tackle for him to fill a need because they lost Jawan Taylor, their first-round pick out of Florida. He went to Kansas City. Arden Key, uh... Former first round pick back in the day, outside linebacker, went over to Tennessee. Talked about Marvin Jones last week going to Detroit and Shaq Griffin, their corner, is currently a free agent. Now, I think they should look at bringing him back. Don't know about their cap space situation, but that's a need for them. Bringing it back. The Jaguars.
1: Johnson on down, boy. boy The Jaguars on
2: paper. Are a very good offense. They didn't do it last year. Like across the board, they weren't just spectacular. And they defense. were more on the run. Uh, that that was where they had their most. And Travis Etienne is gonna tear the fucking league apart next year.
0: But yeah, they got the second half of the season. Trevor Lawrence like really started coming on, and you really started seeing like the guy that was projected the clutch guy. From that- Exactly.
2: The, making the plays in the fourth, winning the games, making the big-time throws. That, it was impressive as fuck.
0: playoff game versus the Jags, bro. Four first-half interceptions. Versus the who? Came, or versus the Chargers. Sorry. Uh, four first-half interceptions. Came back and just took over in the second half. Completely flawless. Like, I don't know. I I like where the Jags are headed, and they've got enough draft picks this year. In the early rounds, I mean, you've got five total picks in the top 127 for them. So, I mean, I like what they can do in the draft here. I think they can fill a lot of needs. And with that AFC South, I think they're the favorite to win the division again. And they're probably set for an easy playoff spot. I mean, they just added one of the best receivers in the league.
1: So they're only getting better. They got Alvin Ridley. Kyle, really? Christian coming off of
0: suspension. Yeah. Evan
1: Ingram, Travis Etienne. The boys are locked and loaded and ready to go. Now, has
0: Ingram signed his franchise tag? I think he's the one that has. Hasn't he? No,
2: he he hasn't. Uh, Him and Saquon are the two that are like sitting out, uh, that are like the big names. Like, obviously, Lamar, but like players that everyone thought was going to sign. I think that right now it's smart for them not to, and then they're going to for training camp because that's the smart move. Uh, we've talked about it before. Le'Veon Bell set a precedent for, like, you don't sit out a season for contract disputes whenever you get franchise tagged. Like, that's
0: Well, stupid. my thing is, is I, I don't disagree, like, playing on the franchise tag. Like, I understand actually playing in the season, playing with your boys, things like that. You're still getting that money guaranteed. I do agree with not doing anything preseason. Do green. not get well, hurt. Training no camp, reason.
2: yes, but like the the like non mandatory OTAs and exactly. yeah, fuck all that shit.
0: There's no reason he's doing the work on the side on his own. Exactly. The team trusts him. They trust his work ethic. They're not worried about it. So that's why they franchise got, tagged them. While we've got Saquon on the brain, moving into the Giants here, finished last year nine seven and one, scrappy team last year, scrappy scrappy team. Added Bobby ok- uh, Okereke a uh, linebacker from Indianapolis brought him over in free agency. Also brought over Paris Campbell, Jamison Crowder for the wide receiver room and Bobby McCain, veteran defensive back, just bouncing around the league at this point in his career. Hey, love him. Gotta love him. I love Bobby. Love Bobby. I appreciate he was everything good he us. did in Miami. Yep. Uh, they let go of Nick Gates, offensive guard. He went to uh, the Commanders. Julian Love, their uh, up-and-coming free safety, he bounced out and went to Seattle. John Feliciano, their center, went to San Francisco to help beef up that offensive line a little more. Richie James, the wide receiver that, you know, became a little fantasy relevant for some guys at the end of the year last year. He's going to catch some passes from Mahomey in he Kansas City. He was from City. San Francisco, wasn't he? Richie James. Yeah. I he was he's from San Fran. Fran. Uh, I think the year before last. And then he went yep. to the Giants.
1: Because he was doing some shit for San Fran. He was the yeah. guy when everyone got hurt, he was
0: popping off. Yeah, Just he's smoking solid. Smoking down the sidelines. And then uh, Kenny Galladay. Good riddance. Tony... Yeah, t- yeah. Tony Jefferson, uh, both still out there in free agency. Kenny Galladay absolutely will not return to New York. I don't know if he'll be on any roster this year unless a wide receiver room gets absolutely decimated.
2: Agreed. Agreed. I don't, because he's going to want to get the paid Rams. money and everyone's going to want to pay him in fucking future stocks because that Rams guy's not worth be a shit. Bad
1: team.
0: That guy like, better hope one of his ex-college coaches or somewhere on an NFL coaching staff and that can vouch for him because that's probably his only hope. Let's be real though. He hasn't had the best
1: teams to work on, like the Lions when they were, like I mean, he was he good on the for the Lions. He balled that... them for the Lions, but that's what I'm saying. But for the Giants, like he never with Daniel Jones, tried, like though, that's bro. just not that's the guy. The that... Bro, he like, wasn't trying Sterling
0: Shepard. Yeah, well, would you want to try
1: with the quarterback
2: Sterling like that?
1: Shepard? Darius bro, Walmart you're and... fucking
2: professional. It's not about want. You're out there to be a fucking NFL superstar. Then be an NFL superstar. Don't get the bag and then
1: be a little play, baby bitch. Play, play. You know you're you know you're playing on a field that you get hurt on? Yeah, come on now. He doesn't want to be Shepard, there,
0: bro. Darius Slayton, Shouldn't and Richie James were all fantasy relevant for the Giants last year, had no problems on that field catching passes from Daniel Jones, the same quarterback, and all put in the effort that was needed there. Kenny Galladay's blatant he like just lack of effort on film. He, he, he obviously he knows his worth. That's why he's sitting out there at free agency and nobody's picked his ass up. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows they're his waiting worth. on
1: the draft. That's why well, Dalvin Cook hasn't been picked up yet. That's why Dalvin's Saquon hasn't free signed. Dalvin's yet. not a
0: free agent. He's got to be traded. Yeah yeah he's but he wants out. They they're thinking of trading him just because they don't want to have to worry about his salary next year. They should just Honestly. trade him to Buffalo, bro. Bring him on. Over I heard he brother. I heard he
2: gets released. If they can't find a trade target for him that uh, that they say bon voyage, uh, Dalvin. I mean, they have Alexander Madison. Why the fuck would they continue to pay Dalvin? Like, it makes no sense. They look identical. They are the same player. They, like, uh, they're not,
1: though. No, one They place, are. It's, it's like Dalvin's Ezekiel better. Ali to t- Dalvin's Tony better. Pollard.
2: Ah, uh, see, Tony but Pollard the, I think might be in better the, in than in the Zeke way... now.
1: No, yeah, but like in a couple years ago, before, Zeke was better. But I'm saying yeah. like. It's different timings.
0: Dalvin is that running back that has hit that 800-plus carry wall. It doesn't matter the age. And we know he can't really finish the season. running backs hit that wall. Zeke. Zeke's hit that wall. He's not as effective as he was before. He knows it. We all know it. it, Exactly. It doesn't matter on the age. And that's where, like, all over Dolphin's Twitter, I see the same three clips get shared of Dalvin, his three best plays from last season. You literally take those plays away – And all of his stats change. Like, Dalvin, is he's still a top 15 running back in the league to me, but he's not worth big money. He's not worth a big contract. He's not worth a long contract. If any other team picks him up and signs him for anything longer than three years, they're idiots. And that includes the Dolphins.
1: I I don't want the the Dolphins giving up anything
0: higher than a fourth-round pick for him. Keep the second, keep the third. They can have a lower rounder pick if it they're trying to release that salary. Like,
1: It just, in my stomach, sits right, and it just seems like a guy that you guys should and
0: would pick up. Well, he's he's from Miami. Because like you guys are definitely going for Miami. the Super Bowl this year. He trains with two as trainer. Like, he just trains down there with all the boys. Like, all of the dots make sense. It's just, like, for me, wild. the other stuff needs to make sense to make it happen. All right, Austin. So, uh, you're Dallas Cowboys. Finished 12-5, you know, yeah. with a little Cooper Rush action helping that.
1: Great secondary QB. Brought in Brandon Cooks, Stephon Stud Gilmore. Of a receiver. Stud of a cornerback. Stud Chuma of a receiver, Edoga. he says.
2: I can't wait to see where he's on your list, dude. Chuma he's, Edoga, he's top 15, offensive
0: bro. tackle. <laughs> uh, and then brought in Ronald Jones, Rojo from Kansas hey City.
2: honestly all the pe- pieces they're bringing in i mean those are big positions of need for them and those are all pretty big players i don't know who chuma edoga is. yeah where'd
0: you say chuma is from chuma i think he came from atlanta i believe he was okay, drafted by like like the that. jets he went to like usc man, um gotcha. i believe he was the tackle opposite of austin jackson at usc um uh, he's man y'all he's more up. of a depth piece Like, if he's starting for you, you've probably got an issue. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I don't know. (laughs) My thing, I love the guys you brought in, but the guys you lost, Connor McGovern off your offensive line, Dalton Schultz, the tight end going to Houston, Noah Brown, To me, him and Richie James were kind of the same guys. Just Noah Brown pissed me off so much because of how much he looked like CD Lamb and he Bro. also wore 85. Every Bro. time he caught a pass, I was looking at my fantasy shit and I was like, nope, wrong guy.
1: pissed we, me we off. So I'm Noah. glad
0: he's out of Dallas. So no, he's going to Houston. Noah.
1: Yeah, I mean notice. that's that's kind of big for you guys. That's rough. Uh, that was our biggest court. death piece, bro. And then, like uh, we felt safe if if CD was down, we're good, bro. Bro, I liked
0: what Noah did for y'all last year. Like, Hell yeah! I just,
1: he, bro, I don't... what was crazy is like the Rams have that. But dude, Brandon uh, Cooks isn't a Let's
0: be let's be real about that. Brandon you Cooks know, is an upgrade.
1: You know about the Rams receiver Scor- Ben Skoronic? Yeah. yeah, literally looks like Cooper Cup two Yep, this Noah Brown is two CD Lamb.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like it was sick.
1: You didn't know who it was catching the ball. It's hard for the CB quarterbacks to cover them.
0: Zeke, Anthony Brown, and Anthony Barr. Anthony Brown, the corner. Anthony Barr, the outside linebacker. They're all big loss. free agents.
2: Anthony Barr is a big loss. I think that he had a lot to do with you guys' defense last year, having some of that value. Like Micah, because he's a big rushing guy, like big uh, backside, like weak side linebacker. Uh, him being a free agent, agent
0: I think he gets replaced in the draft here
1: probably they have a lot bro. of uh, good picks did you guys watch last season because like the best red zone running back is sitting out in free agency right now and nobody's picked him up who'd that be the guy who is gonna get you the ball in the end zone when you're on the goal line is right there Ezekiel
0: Elliott that's because he's like a 99.9% youth that they no, can I get, get a that. running back in the third round that can do essentially the same stuff and pay him to 1.5 million a year. They are always not even to find Zeke. that. If they could and have been you... the third round, even less. Versus paying Bro, Zeke six, listen, seven, listen. eight million a year. You guys,
1: always, we always try to find that. And then you get down to the fucking one yard line. And there's two running backs this year that fucking get that ball in Williams and Zeke. Maybe but see, Christian, you've got, but like, that's what I'm James saying. Like those Connor, are the guys that just got punch it Borman.
0: in. You've got these other guys out here that are able to punch it in. And like, I mean, it's not like Zeke's bowling ball style at the one yard line is something that can't be replicated. He's not my, it's just time. how
1: he reads the defense when he's running that ball. Like he's got the vision like no other, like it's just gets better every single year. I love the cannonball reference. He really does. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just he's honestly to me his playing style now is he is Mike Allstott minus a hundred pounds.
1: Well, he's very stocky running back Zeke is like when he gets hit off people, he Austin, just Do you off know
0: people. who I'm talking about when I reference? Yeah, Mike, Mike
1: Allstott. Allscott, yeah, the guy All- for the Bears <laughs> Allstott,
0: Allstott. Yeah. yeah, and
1: he played for bears, the Bucks. Bucks. I meant B, you know, bless what four position? letter team. Wait, wait, wait. Running Austin, back positions, dude. Nope. He was nope. a fullback. He was a fullback. I meant fullback. Yeah. yeah. He's in the backfield, dude. <laughs> you he's meant, obviously uh, white. Scott, you meant Tampa
0: Bay and you meant fullback. I love that. All right. I I get, that. All right. What did you, you mean about Buffalo? Oh. <laughs> All right. So, Buffalo finished the season 13 and three, added Connor McGovern from Dallas. Uh, for their offensive line. Taylor Rapp came over from the Rams for the strong safety need. Just a little depth piece. David Edwards also being added to their offensive line. Brought over Trent Shurfield as wide receiver depth from Miami and brought over Damian Harris from New England. Pause. A
1: little CIA action going on with Trent Shurfield and the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo
0: Bills (laughs) going on. Like, what's going on there, boy? Well, and Uh, then we got... Damian Harris with the Patriots. And oh, then Gasicki, little tabs. Gasicki yeah.
2: with the Patriots too.
0: Just getting tabs on everything out here, dude.
2: We haven't got any the Rams this year. We we normally get one chance. too, like a, a spy. Well, I guess we got Braxton Berrios and Mike White, but who gives a fuck about the Jets? Come on, man, give me a spy on one of those yeah, you I know contending really, teams. Ho- I was
0: really wanting Isaiah McKenzie, but he ended up in Indianapolis.
2: Um, the the safety for Buffalo, uh, Poyer, signed. I thought I thought he might sign with us, too, but it was pretty obvious that he wanted to do one more run with Buffalo. Like, look at what they did last year.
0: Yep. They uh, lost Tremaine Edmonds. That's a big loss for them at their middle linebacker spot. They still got Matt Milano to take over there. He was an all pro last year, but Tremaine Edmonds is still only like 25 years old and he's been in the league five years already. He was like 19 when he got drafted. It was Honestly,
2: insane. he didn't even get paid that much. Like, I yep. can't believe they let him go.
0: Him. Such a I can't believe
2: they let him go, bro. Like, the what Chicago paid for Tremaine Edmonds and the other linebacker they got was less than what Roquan Smith fucking got paid whenever he got traded to the Ravens. Like, yep.
0: Or I so think it smart. was like, Three million more. Maybe but like still that's for two players. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like for two starters. Exactly. Um, they lost Devin Singletary. He went over to Houston. Houston's had a pretty solid offseason here. Jamison Crowder, he went to the New York Giants, and I just mentioned Isaiah McKenzie went to Indianapolis. And I didn't list them all here, but they've got three to four other veteran offensive linemen that are still sitting out there in free agency. So that offensive line has some work to do. They only have six total picks in this draft. I'm gonna go ahead and Hulksterdamus this and say the Bills have missed whatever window they had.
2: Honestly, be like,
0: fucked. It sounds like they like they'll still fucked. be good in the division. They're still the king of the AFC East as it stands right now at this point in time. But as far as any possible Super Bowl window with what we're seeing in Cincy, what we're seeing in KC, the possibility with Miami, the Jets, if they get fucking Aaron Rodgers, the Chargers, like the AFC is so loaded. I think the Bills have missed their window because they're about to be in complete cap hell and all of these vets that are like digs is going to start becoming a question mark on what they do. This is digs
2: last back. year. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl. me and Austin yep. were talking about this earlier. Yeah, I agree. He's never going to stand for this shit. He's going to go play for Dallas.
0: You go play with your brother. I agree. I they agree. want to play with each 1000%. other 1000%. And that would be awesome. Him and CD. Now down there. I, I have a, hey, a wait, bit of, needs to go to the lions.
1: <laughs> hey,
2: so I think that, uh, it's likely that after the June 1st cut date, uh, that, that time whenever a cap space does differ like the dolphins are waiting to sign christian wilkins until after we get more money because of byron jones's contract being gone Y'all so once that type of money clears up for them, I see Buffalo signing a few of those offensive linemen minimum. Like they can't let all their offensive they linemen have, sit in free agency. To, exactly. yeah. And the fact that they're still available means that they're either asking for way too much money, or they're not really negotiating deals with anybody else because they're just waiting for Buffalo. I so mean
0: they're just yeah, they're just waiting for okay. Well, that we didn't sign anybody. Let's sign you to a one-year vet minimum.
2: Yep. Not that minimum because they they're not like so fucked in cap like he like we've said they can go to Josh and say we need to take some money. They can go to Stefan and say we need to take some money like these guys that want to win a, a ring whenever they get in that sales mode. They're going to get sold on like giving up a little bit of fucking cash right now to get it again next year, especially when they're moving their guarantees.
1: Who's the best uh, lineman on the Bills? Because, right like, I can name uh, probably players for a lot of teams Dawkins.
0: but like, what position? I believe he's their right tackle. Jeez. Uh, yeah, big, big, big that their offensive line what? could what use some at? work. He's, he caught some, uh, he's athletic, like seven, he's seven, some two. touchdowns and stuff, right? Honestly,
2: their <laughs> offensive line ranked 20 Touches
1: touchdowns.
2: The offensive line ranked 21 in pass block and 28
1: in run block last See, year. See, I was curious about that. I thought they were a top 10 team based off uh, how they looked. But like yeah, that, on their line, that's pretty yeah. fucked. It's, yeah. almost, it's almost like the Bills kind of want to just let these guys go and I'm, get am many in there. Their,
0: their window is slipping. Like I think this year they might still be peeking through the door, but like you said, I think if. They have the super boulder bust for Stefan. so yeah, hats off to him. Moving on, last team of the preview, real quick before we get into our breakdown of our top thirty pass catchers, Cincinnati Bengals. Hude finished Houdet. twelve and four. Added Orlando Brown Jr. from the Chiefs, huge signing for their offensive huge. line to play Whoa. offensive tackle.
1: Whoa, red
0: alert, red flag, yeah. red red not alert. yellow flag, red flag,
1: dude. <laughs> you can't add that guy. Hey, Travis uh, already threw his that's shade, crazy, dude. That's basically cheating. Travis already said day. like, "Good, good for him,"
2: but you know, it's kind of a little bit of like, you know, that's our rival. Like, you just went to the Straight rival up. team that's and the, made them better. Like, fuck That's one you, of the bro. biggest
1: rivals in the AFC right now.
2: <clears throat> it is the biggest rivalry. It's it's Tom versus Peyton all over again. Yeah, that's that's it right now. Love they also added
0: uh, Cody Ford did. to that offensive line. Added Irv Smith Jr. to play tight end. Big. They lost a lot. Big.
2: I didn't know that they. they uh, that's a big one, Irv Smith, bro. That's huge bro, because that was the tight, that was the backup for uh, for uh, Lamar last bro, year, right? Do you guys no, realize? Oh, the,
1: okay, no, okay. Do you guys realize the tight end that they already have on their roster? It's Randy Moss's son.
0: I think he was on their practice squad last time. No, oh,
1: he's on their roster. He's like their third tight end. Yeah, if he's and on yeah, the practice yeah, he's gonna squad, see their field, the bro.
0: He's a stud. Uh, they lost free safety Jesse Bates to Atlanta. Strong safety Von Bell to Carolina. Tight in end in like Hayden the same Hurst day. Carolina in the same Losing day. Losing both
2: of those safeties. Oh, that was bad. They needed to sign at Bates least one of them. And Bell bro. That was that was the best part of their and defense. They picked,
0: well, they picked up Nick Scott, so they're good, dude. Uh, lost Samaje p Ryan running back to Denver. Eli Apple, fuck him, uh, getting toasted on Twitter every day. Sitting out there in free agency. What what he gets for Flowers, talking that shit. Cornerback sitting in free agency. And Brandon Wilson, safety in free agency. So they need secondary help. Hell which, yeah.
1: Which, they already knew that. This
2: is a good year to need that. There's a lot of fucking secondary help out there. Uh, projected in like the first three rounds, there's going to be a lot of safeties and yeah, corners going bet
1: off. Bet on that when you're a Super Bowl contender, a... contender team, that's pretty rough.
0: I think they're a key spot for like Brian Branch, the safety out of Alabama. He's okay. probably the number one safety on most people's boards. I don't, I 28 might be a little too rich for him. However, I don't know if he's there at pick 60. So yeah. to me like one of your you kinda biggest reach needs for him, there, especially when you need I would, him. and I Tim, I don't know if it's that much of a reach like I he's an early second round like grade for me so if he's that, the it top be safety that on the board, too much of a reach. If he's, if that's your top need, especially and he's if the it's top
2: player at that top position, like take the guy that you want when you need him. Like don't. And
0: we've seen how effective safeties are with Javon Holland for the Dolphins, Minka Fitzpatrick oh, yeah. for the Steelers. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Derwin James when he's healthy and he's out there. Like these safeties, they're game changers. So I mean, I absolutely think that's what they need to look into and get that going. Hey, if the if Derwin James went to the Bengals. You
1: know Kelsey would be shaking in his boots. Yeah, Cincinnati's uh, not a team that's
2: full of problems, especially on their offense. Their offensive line got short up a lot last year. Their defense, you know, wasn't the best part, and now they've lost a bunch of key pieces. I think that you got to see Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, and everyone on that offense Burrow grow Smith. a lot more to be able to make no up for that back, loss right? of defense. They have Joe Mixon no still. Year? He got charged I, I, with that thing, but like, it's not. I don't know. We we is don't he know anything. Pay thing it yet. off, or <clears> is he we don't know or? the deal.
1: Like, we're not, yeah. it, so well, at this point, well, it's no, no, information. no information. Oh,
0: information. Getting into this top thirty for pass catchers here. All right, sorry guys. Well, we're back in here. So, uh, getting into this top thirty for you. We need a break, don't we?
1: No, no. we don't have ads. There's no oh, ads.
0: Right. All right, my yeah. bad. All right, so uh, top 30 pass-catching rankings for you. You've been waiting all episode for it, so here we go. We're going to break it down. So kind of like we did last week, we're just going to go bit by bit here, kind of discuss it a little bit. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and drop mine first this week for you. Going from 30 up to 20. We're not going to go so far into it this time. We'll go 30 to 20. At 30, I've got Mike Evans. 29 i've got darren waller mike williams after him mike uh, mark andrews after him kyle pitts george kittle little run of tight ends there for you that's quite a bit of tight ends tyler lockett amari cooper keenan allen i got dj moore at 21 and at 20 i've got Devonte smith for the philadelphia eagles
2: now, after giving me shit last week on saying that I was going to make Mike Evans number 30,
0: you actually made Mike Evans number 30? Well, yeah. After doing the list, you know, I figured it probably wasn't really that far-fetched because after looking <laughs> at my list here, I would probably take all those guys before I mean, what? He's but not he's a still, top 10 guy?
2: He's 1,000 still, yards every year, he dude. He
0: still made the list. I mean, so is Brandon Cooks, but he didn't make my list at all.
1: Now, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was when Justin when you said you were making the list and it was kind of tough. I was I brushed that off. I was like, no way, it's t- that tough. But then I'm making the list. It's tough trying to squeeze these guys down into. The yes,
2: because like like, you're like,
1: no, this guy deserves it. This guy deserves it. But like, there's there's actually a lot of talent to the receivers out there. Austin, give us your third, uh, your bottom ten. So my bottom ten, we got. Phew, it's gonna be Darnell Mooney, Brandon Ayuk. DeAndre Hopkins, wow! Mike, one thousand yards a season. Evans, Christian Kirk, Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen, Devontae Smith, Chris Olave, and George Pickens. Round off the of twenty.
0: Um, hold on. Did you just uh, lives? <laughs> Edit so <laughs> Darnell Moody out of your list.
1: No, I took, I said him at thirty.
0: Darnell, yeah, Mooney? He, he's I said Darnell Mooney
1: at thirty. Uh, yeah, he's got, don't worry. Yeah,
0: you've got him listed. Hey, we'll edit this out. Okay.
1: You sound like a retard because I would be smart and like adjusted it. Okay. Yes, well, I did live edit, but t- I don't know why Darnell Mooney's twice. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm gonna look at my phone right now. I said what I said. Just cut all this out. Yeah, but you're like, good.
0: You're good. Okay, so first off,
1: DeAndre
2: Hopkins, 28, yes. bro. Oh my god, for real. Like, I mean, I've got him. We don't even where he's going. I thought you guys were gonna have him in like the what top matter? 10, and I was gonna have to like argue why he wasn't in my top 10. Like he's at number f- like 15 for me or something like that. But. I can't believe you have him almost not on the list. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, the guy's going to be old, good. He's, he's
1: an he's old He's going to be good, though. We're making these lists off of people that we would like to acquire to our team. He is an older for one veteran year, though, for receiver I want in my locker room. Not as a starter. Like, he's not the guy. He's a third string, second string. Whoa. He's a depth
2: player. Whoa. Okay, He's Hold a depth on. player. Hold on. I'm he means, he means wide
1: receiver two or
2: wide receiver three, I'm not looking at third and list. second string.
0: I'm looking at your list and, you know, there's a couple guys I can I can agree with a lot of your top, you know, 15. So we'll get to that. But George Pickens and Keenan Allen and Christian Kirk. And even Mike Evans above DeAndre Hopkins is a federal crime. And the police will be <laughs> out there in an hour. Like, they're, all, they're all younger. Like, I've got Hopkins at 18. And they thought, all got talent. But this it's crazy. not like I've got them super high. If you needed for just one season, you're building a team for one season, you, you would take a lot George of Pickens over DeAndre Bro. Hopkins. Bro, yes. You're insane. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you watch last season? I, yes, I saw the highlights. Yes, but George I also Pickens is a the other shit Where he absolutely just did not show that at this point in time for this season that he is better than DeAndre Hopkins, rookie, bro.
2: So, all right, uh, well, I'll start it there. I've got Pickens as my thirty. I think that he makes the list after last year. I think he showed a lot of flashes of like being able to do things that make him a great receiver, but he's definitely not doing it every game on every snap. Like he's not that guy yet. Uh, Jacoby Myers, who is who I have at 29. 28 is Calvin Ridley, twenty seven Christian Kirk. I think that honestly one of these two is going to be a lot higher on the list. I just don't know which one of them it's going to be. And I nah, think that it's disrespect. it's silly to put both of them super kind high. of both
1: of them. It's disrespect <clears> to <throat> both of them. I think that you're, you're one saying of them Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is not capable of what Tua can do with Tyree Hill and Jayla Waddle.
2: I mean, that's not the same thing. Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley is not Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Let's it get kind that straight. Is, though. No, no. Which no, one kind of them is Tyree Kill? And uh, then which one of them is Jalen Waddle? They're, not, they're Waddell different because...
1: caliber receivers. I understand that. Like they play in different styles, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, they're like, different. Tyreek they're is, is a field capability. stretch, speedy guy, but like Calvin Ridley is going to get open for you. Keep... Christian Kirk is the speedy guy. If you want, I to think that I that think that the they're
2: definitely lower on my list than I want them to be. But it's harder for me to put them over some of these other guys based off of their production last year and like what I think that they're going to be capable of this year. Like I said, right. last year the Jaguars running the ball that was their their creme de la creme strength. So they're not just going to change.
1: Mike Evans, though, and Mike Williams, this I dude, agree. Just I, like, like I said. I you think one like, of these guys
2: goes way higher on the list, but I don't know which one. I think it's Christian Kirk. I don't think Calvin Ridley steps back in after one year with Trevor Lawrence and then just becomes an All Pro receiver. He's I think a that receiver, bro. I mean, we'll see for sure. So uh, the rest of my list, I've got at twenty six, Mike Evans, and then Mike Williams, Ayuk, Drake London, Mark Andrews, and then DK Metcalf, DJ Moore. Uh, DK Metcalf, I have really low on the list as well because of Seattle and the same thing with uh, Jacksonville. Seattle's going to run the fuck out of the ball. They are going to use Kenneth Walker to the fullest. So I don't see like there being a lot for Lockett and DK. And I think DK definitely gets more than Lockett next year.
0: But see, as far as like, you know, building the list out to... For like I said, if you're drafting a team and you're creating a big board, I don't know if DK would be that far down your list as far as how you would build a big board and draft a wide receiver. Simply because you're looking at a six foot three, two hundred and thirty pound that has four foot three reps. Four, he's three, three routes speed. though. I I hold
2: Randy against Moss DK.
0: Yeah, career.
2: man. Randy Moss is a yeah, different you got type DK of player. DK too low though. Well, you got DK I, I agree. Too low. I, I think that DK legit
1: the most athletic receiver in the league right now.
2: Agreed. Agreed. He he's is the, fast uh, and strong, Anthony and he catches the ball well. Wide receivers. He's got Geno Smith throwing him the ball this year.
1: Like a lot of which my, which Geno's list, looked amazing, and he's got paid for it. I agree. He's gonna. Uh, he's only gonna get better. I mean. I,
2: I think that he, again, he's another one, like I said, I pointed him out right away because I know that I've got him low. I think that he could be a lot better, but this is where I think he ends the year. I think that players like Terry McLaren, Devonta Smith, uh, Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper, these guys are going to way outperform him next year because they're way better at doing way more things. Chris Godwin is able to do every route in the route tree he can catch a touchdown on any fucking route at any fucking time he's quick he's fast he's got great hands he is a complete receiver dk metcalf is a one but route machine anybody yeah just like randy and moss could mike evans can do that too and i you see how much respect i have for that as far as mike the game evans of receiver does goes does you don't give mike, mike Evans four, three three You take speed. that's, that's what i mean
0: <laughs> like that's my thing exactly. is you're getting the size and yes he may not have the expanded route tree but he is elite at the route tree he does have and his athleticism is completely unmatched. There's no DB in the league right now that can match him size and speed. Agreed. Like so that's my thing. Like I said like I understand the you know as like a fantasy outlook on it. Like that's probably a legit ranking there for him. But as far as just an overall how, you know, if I were to draft a wide receiver, he's much higher on mine. So he's actually on my next section here that we're going to get to picks uh, numbers 19 through 11. I've got Chris Godwin at 19. Chris Olave, 18. Garrett Wilson,
2: a Ohio State.
0: Amon Raw at 16. Terry Mack at 15. C.D. Lamb at 14. T. Higgins at 13 Jalen waddle at 12 and I've got dK at 11
1: damn dK is pretty high on your list man i you got so respect hold the on. athleticism I do respect what you respect out of him but to put dK over waddle and c d is pretty it's pretty obnoxious Honestly, like, over two Higgins dudes, too, man.
2: Higgins yeah, is a I, fucking I wanted to say drink. Higgins. That was the one I was on my tongue. Because he's got more than just the one route. Like He's he's a similar type of player to what DK Metcalf could do. Exactly, but he can, but he can do it all. Okay, but he can do that, it from... But DK yeah, has I like also that.
0: put up the same, if not better, statistics than all those guys you just mentioned, running McKino. one route with Geno Smith. Like, that's Instead my of thing. Joe Like, Burrow. When DK, his rookie year with Russ, yeah, it's a go route. Yeah, it's a deep post. Yeah, it's a deep curl. Yeah, it's going to be a quick slant in the end zone or a quick slant at the 25 oh, and hope you break it and you're huge. off to the races. So you've got four routes, but he's absolutely elite at all of those four routes. And Jalen Waddle has DK speed. If you told Jalen Waddle he could be six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds instead of five foot ten, a hundred and eighty pounds, he would probably take it. T. Higgins, he's got a little bit of the size. He ain't running that speed. C D Lamb fucking love C D. He's one of my favorite receivers in the league, just watching him play. He don't have the speed. He don't have that size. He he's got the height. He's got he the have-
2: elusive side to side. He's so smooth. He does. But my thing,
0: too, is you're discounting, though, what DK can do with the ball in his hands. He doesn't get brought down with one guy very often. You're talking
1: about the slack king, brah. You're talking about the slack king. He's way better than DK. You can't even put them on on, on measurables and scales. Give us your next 10, Austin. CD's going to be up there with JJ one day. Come on, now. So the next 10 I got for you, one day. Take your vitamins, baby boys.
0: I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, you're, you're, where you have CD is absolutely homerish. Hey, we'll hey, we can't into, skip ahead. We'll, we'll get, get, into, ahead. That. We'll get into that. I peeked at it.
1: All right, so I got for y'all Drake London, DK, motherfucking Metcalf, Debo Samuel, some dogs right there, Terry McLaren, T. Higgins, then we got my boy Mark Andrews, Garrett Wilson, Amon the Saint-Rob Brown, and then Jalen Waddle and my boy. Are we going 10 or just 11?
0: Stay 11. at 11. All that right. Way yeah. We hit the top 10. Now just
1: Jalen I... Waddle at the number 11. Best young receiver. I think. Honestly, uh, I think Pickens. Him like, and Demonra are
2: real close. I think and that Garrett. he has potential, right? Um but I think that you've Pickens a little bit high is my only real I thing. I do here. and Debo but a like,
0: little bit low. It's just I like think you have Mark Andrews extremely high. What? Yeah, you're talking about one of
1: the number one receivers for that. You're team? talking about you're a the guy number one who receiver gets
0: fed eight to ten targets by a quarterback versus a guy who deserves We're talking about someone who gets eight to 10 targets.
1: Like a dude who gets that open, who you is can just feed
0: fed as much as anybody in the league, which rightfully so, they don't have anybody else. And yeah, we'll see, how, and we'll see how. the ball. Visitor.
2: He's open, like but he's. I don't he's know getting about. It.
0: So if you're drafting a backyard squad or you're drafting a team, you're taking Mark Andrews over T Higgins, Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf.
1: No, I mean we're not drafting backyard backyard ball, bro. This isn't backyard football. We're drafting for. This is for the NFL. We need okay. a guy to get open in the end zone to make okay. Boy, Mark Andrews sometimes. does so, that makes some
0: blocks. So you're drafting an it stays NFL healthy. team. You would take got that you, dog in him. Maybe that cat. You don't that have feline. a receiver on the team. You don't have a tight end on the team. You don't have in either of those positions. You're taking Mark Andrews over T. Higgins, Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel, and DK Metcalf. I agree that's, with the Jordan safety I would blanket, take him bro.
1: Bro, he's prov- he's proven he's the best safety. Player.
0: So you're you're drafting a guy that's going to give you possibility of six catches for 55 yards and a touchdown over any of those receivers that will give you seven catches for 130 yards in two touchdowns.
1: Every single game. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Consistency. You're delusional. He? No, he's he's a solid tight end. You're delusional. All right,
0: All right Colby, what you got for us? So it's,
1: it's hard to, it's hard to put tight ends into this mix. All right. I it agree. Really is.
0: It is, uh, but that's why I like doing, like I said, how do they stack up as like overall pass catchers.
1: Yeah. But you can't just throw in there like, Oh, well, there's also a, only a, like a flag five football total tight now. ends in the league like. that
0: we could rank. So like we could have done a top tight end episode, but it would have been very quick. Yeah. So, no, I get uh, that.
2: so I got Godwin at 19 and then Hopkins, Devonta Smith, Garrett Wilson, Keenan Allen, Amari uh, Cooper, uh, Terry McLaren, A.J. Brown, Stefan Diggs. So Stefan Diggs I have a little bit low, obviously, uh, from everyone else's list. I think that the Bills, like you said, are done. And the situation that Stefan's going to be in for this next year like, is not going to be great. I don't think that he finishes very highly. I think that a lot of these other guys are going to finish
0: way above him. See, I, fantasy rankings, again, I would probably lean, a, I would agree with you up until, I don't know about Cooper Cup. We'll get to him. I'm jumping it's, ahead here on you. But like something, hold on. where you have, have, there's a couple of have... guys you have rated above him that I think clearly just pedigree what he's shown on the field, his ability that he has. You're talking about you want somebody with the full route tree. This guy can run every single route in the book and make up his own. Like, to me, I do think you have digs just a little too low. Like
2: I agree. I want to have him higher, but I just don't think that he's going to produce. I think that what Debo, the steps that he's going to take, uh, CD Lamb, Waddle, Cooper Cup, Amon Ra. Like, Amon Ra is probably the, the one that I shouldn't have above. Uh, Stefan Diggs because he's still so young into like what he's doing but what this kid I think is going to do next year is going to be unbelievable. He's got he's going to be in the second year of his system like I think that we're going to see these younger guys take off and Stefan Diggs is creeping up on 30 man. Like he was with um Minnesota for years being a fucking star receiver and now he's been with Buffalo for years being a star receiver you're not a star receiver forever man you eventually fall off Keenan Allen being 15 but that's like
0: thing though until you see him fall off I
2: think I think we're going to see it that's what uh, that's what I'm predicting with my list is I think that Stefan Diggs isn't as electric this year. He isn't as uncoverable. He isn't the only piece. And if he is the only piece, if they don't get someone like DeAndre, then I think he's going to struggle.
0: Okay. I, I see that. I, I see that. Like I said, I I think maybe he should be, a, I, I would say, a, I obviously have a much higher, but I can see the argument for, you know, him to be just a few more spots higher on yours. To get into our top tens here, my top 10 Cooper cup, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs at number four, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams.
2: What have you been putting listening to respect. coach all year? No, he's putting We've respect. Been listening to coach?
1: Respect the- on the name. De- all right, hold up, Pause. All right, you know All right, so this is based off of who you you want, right? Because if we're going anything based off of what these guys might produce, Devontae's not there. With nope. Jimmy G throwing the ball,
0: he ain't there. Let's no, these are guys. So that's that's I would Justin's want. whole thing. So it's not with Jimmy G. Is, it's yeah, with Devontae it's not Adams. with Jimmy G. My yeah. number one quarterback on my board was Patrick Mahomes. If you're giving me Patrick Mahomes and Devonte Adams, they're both you're giving me break an record. MVP. Like, Why? That's my doesn't... thing. Like. So Devontae Adams being number one, I I was on the fence of putting Tyreek there just Travis because Tyreek is an absolute unicorn with the ball, but Devontae Adams is able to do just that much more than Tyreek with his vertical ability, with his just his sheer body size, his sheer getting a screen and turning it into people. thirty. Like uh, Devonte Adams, Adams is special. Older. He's he's not yet. He's 27, bro. Tackles.
2: He's like 27, 28. He's right there. This yeah, is going to be Devontae Adams' best there. season, and then he's going to regress. Like, this is going to be it. This is what we're all waiting for. I'm going to get a jersey this year, probably.
0: Justin Jefferson, argument could be made for him, but to me it's more of, okay, I'm looking at Tyreek and Devontae's careers and what they've given me. Over the long-term, Justin Jefferson has broken every record within his first three seasons at Minnesota. But I would still take Tyreek and Devontae Adams over him. He's my next guy up as far as youth goes. If you're taking the young receivers, it's Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, DK Waddle Higgins CD like those young guys the guys that are next dudes up that's my top five within the next three to four seasons right there. so
2: the reason that I put Justin Jefferson one spot below Devontae Adams is because of those bad games that Justin Jefferson had when he was trying his fucking hardest like he was trying as hard as he fucking could against Jeff the Cuda against um the Panthers uh cornerback and he just got shut down and it wasn't because he isn't great. He's great as fuck. And he made the fuck up for it throughout the rest of the season to finish with 1,800 yards. But Devontae Adams is better. He can run the route trees better. He's more elusive in and out of his cuts. His ability to catch the ball is better. He is what Justin Jefferson is uh, trying to be. But he's not there yet.
1: Does he dance better? Does he do that gritty better?
2: I you know I mean, so how now. To. I don't no. think so. You know, now to. that doesn't hey that
0: doesn't
1: hey, make hey, anything for my guy. list. But Austin, do yours first.
0: Yeah, go ahead with yours, Austin. With your top I was 10. trying. I was trying.
1: So it's for my ten. I got AJ motherfucking Brown, Calvin Ridley. Man, y'all gave no respect to. Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Devontae, motherfucking Adams, Ceedee Lamb, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, the LSU boys running off the top. Lego. You you guys obviously disagree with that.
0: Cooper Cup being number four and Calvin Ridley being number eight. Oh, those are wild to me. Cooper Cup is not a top five wide receiver in the league anymore. I don't know, even when he was breaking records, Talent wise, if he was a top 10 receiver, uh, now. all right, I, now
1: you gonna agree with delusional. that. I'm not gonna, agree with... you're delusional. yeah, that was you know, He you're was, out of your mind
2: whenever he won the triple running, crown, got great hands, His route running he, was the best in the league. Whenever bro, he, he won the triple crown, until now, he's Matt gotten Stafford, hurt since then. Until and Matt like, Matt
0: Stafford got there, nobody, it when Matt Stafford got there, nobody has ever seen more targets. Than Cooper Cup, that dude gets targeted seventeen times a game. Because he's open, though. It's not always because he's open. There's Watch abs- his tape.
1: He's breaking people he's like nobody else does. Is
0: his routes, But there's a lot of times where he is doubled and triple covered and Matt Stafford is still no looking that ball in there. Like his force yeah, and fed. Last and that's why he's a top 10 QB for me.
2: Last year that happened a lot, especially when they had Allen Robinson. Whenever they had Bobby Trees, that wasn't as much true. Whenever, it, whenever he won the triple crown and it was Bobby Trees and Cooper Cup all year, Cooper Cup And Bobby Trees were both eating week in and week out.
0: I've got Cuffins. He's in my top ten. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying to say that that he gets fed that
2: much, it's not totally. Him to
0: be number five. Last year, totally true. It was tough to put C.D. Lamb above him. And I said, no, listen. And I said I'd get C.D. Lamb as much as I love him and as much as he is projected to be great. There there ain't no way, you, without any bias in your brain, you can put C.D. Lamb as a top five hey, wide receiver hey, in the league. Hey, there's now, something that happened. Top five, hold on. But he's top there's, 10 something, for me. there's something that happened three years he's ago. He's top 14 for me. Like, he's still top 15. He's still, like, number one wide receiver on half of the teams in the league, but he is not a top five wide receiver right now.
1: There's something that happened three years ago in a uh, dynasty draft. Justin Holcomb. Hulk. This man right here, to my right, he stole CeeDee Lamb from me, and therefore I had to draft Justin Jefferson. After, so you gifted me Justin Jefferson, but you drafted C.D. Lamb because I love you thought he Lamb. was that guy, love and he is
0: out, that and guy. I he, he would be that
1: much better. He has a better but- athletic build than Justin Jefferson and can do more things than Jefferson Jefferson can. It's just the type of team he's playing on right now he's playing in a run happy offense that running back is gone they're i do with one running back now i think they do have a lot of broken. good points like he, his, that, he, was very held back. he is the guy, he was the guy that they're gonna be feeding through you're making he was held back
0: and i i will say it till i'm blue i wanted cd coming out of the draft he so had amari cooper above him if the cowboys would have passed on him i believe in everything the dolphins would have taken him at that very next pick I wanted CD. I love CD. I do think he will be projected to be a top five wide receiver in the league. But as it stands right now, I don't think he's top five. I, well, argument that's for why top he's 10, at five for me. Argument for top ten. I Like I said, I have him at 14 just because of what I've seen from him here lately. The last few seasons, I've well, seen off the guys talented. I have behind him. have. I project production. him as a top
2: ten. I project him as the top 10. I, I've got Debo at 10. Uh, I put uh, uh, the Sun Fee-Bow. God. Sun God, Ra- Amon Ra at 9. And then I got CeeDee Lamb at 8. I put Waddle above him. Uh, then Cooper Cup. Travis Kelsey's number 5. Tra- uh, Tyreek Hill. Justin Jeff- uh, Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson. And then Devontae Adams. So, I mean, I think that You're right based there. off of what he's going to do next year, that he's absolutely up here. I think that... The best receiving duo in the league is Tyreek Hill and J- Jalen Waddle. And the second best is Jamar Chase and
1: um, T Higgins. So, and, legitimately, though, you would draft Tyreek and Waddle before you would l- draft CD. Like, CD would be your number three if you drafted those three guys. Like, you would put him as your number three receiver. That's kind of wild. Like, I think CD I deserves the number two. That's how I would too. Like he's your end zone target. He's the big body. Like when you have Tyreek and Waddle, they're almost the same fucking players, same heights, like same speed. They get open, like and they extend the field after the catch. But like
2: there's some receivers that can can be Deontay that can play like a positionless receiver role where they don't have to be the one or the two or the slot. They can play everywhere, right? Uh, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, that's part of what their skill is, is that they can go in the slot and play the slot role better than all the fucking slot receivers out there. And then they go out and they play on the outside and then they torch them for a touchdown on the next play. So I think that C.D. Lamb isn't that guy, right? He can't just go into the slot and be the fucking slot. Guy, but Jalen, <laughs> you're just not that guy. I am, obviously. So I think that Jalen Waddle is. Right. Jalen Waddle's is going to go in the slot. He's going to eat. He's going to go on the outside. He's going to eat. He's all over everywhere, no matter what. In this today's NFL, especially with the type of quarterbacks that are taking it just over the linebacker, right under the safety, and they're just putting it there on that 18 yard out like that is so hard to stop whenever you have a player like Waddle. And they can do that from anywhere. They can do that from any position. I don't have
0: too many disagreements with your top 10 because, like, Justin Jefferson, Adams, Chase, Hill, like, to me, those are all kind of interchangeable guys. I do like that we all have Travis Kelsey in our top seven. Yeah. Um, And you mentioned it earlier, but, yeah, I do think fantasy-wise, it's probably correct. But Amon Ra, or drafting, right? it, yes, drafting a team. I don't know if Amon Ra is going before a good handful of the guys that you have. It's a
2: projection. Uh, more than anything, it, it's projecting what he's going to do next year. I don't have Jameson Williams anywhere on this list. I think he's going to be great, but I think that they went in heavy on Amon Ra and. If they continue to do that, if they continue to feed him, because he was getting open so much. Jared Goff just kept – he was getting like 10, 15 targets a game. So guys that are getting fed like like, that – well, that's what I'm saying production-wise. Production-wise, I mean, if you get a guy that can get open like that and you can target them 10 or 15 times a game, I mean, what the fuck else are we looking for at the receiver position? I need a guy that gets open and catches the ball. That's what he does, and he does it so well.
1: I think that Calvin Ridley? I agree. The man agree, gets but open like a motherfucker. What have you done for me lately? He, I, we bro, haven't bro, seen Calvin, Calvin Ridley, Ridley play football in a fucking year.
2: Ridley didn't even make
0: my list. He wasn't Jefferson, though. He was on his way, but he wasn't there because of him not playing the the last year and a half. Yeah, I get that. And we haven't seen him in an offense without Matt Ryan. Do you know what
1: great receivers do when they're not playing football? They're training and they're out there on the that's field what you taking hope reps. They're doing. No, that's yeah. what they're doing. Bro. I mean, that's
0: what you hope they're doing. I, I don't
1: have Calvin Ridley on Snapchat, but I had Antonio Brown on Snapchat. That man. <laughs> well, that that's a totally yeah, different that player out for him. Really, it's great. not though. It's not. That's what I'm trying to explain to you guys. That Calvin Ridley is on that tier. The man wants to come back into the NFL. He was sorry about betting lines. The man's bet on the NFL. He's invested in the NFL,
2: bro. So Austin, 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 you're talking right now. You're talking to the person that kept Calvin Ridley to intentionally sit him when I saw you on his bench. I kept him so that I
0: just look good.
1: Just so you look good, bro. Can you
0: let me talk? That is a ringing endorsement that he was willing to keep him on the bench all year long to hope that for the next season, he's available again to slide into his roster. Like he wasted a roster space all year for a guy that was guaranteed not to play so and cool. then, Andrew, you're talking talk, you.
1: you're talking to a guy who would have done that i'm agreeing with you i would have absolutely done but that. he's still not just automatically in the top 15 this year he bro, sat with out with the
2: quarterback head that he's year, also dude. going into bro he sat out he didn't play any football for a fucking year we're gonna have to see with obj too man nobody has that, him on their list because of the suspended? same thing
0: they're not in suspended? the same tier he hasn't even been able to be in the Jaguars building. That's what I'm saying, bro. He hasn't in. had
2: anything. They're not able to give him meals. They can't do. They can't talk to the fucking guy.
1: So like we weren't going based we'll off see. of the team. They're on, but no, 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 I'm no. Going but I'm saying. A, I'm saying someone the who player, I need to get. He open hasn't done anything Calvin Ridley. for a year. If you watch film. If you watch film on all 30 repairs we just went across, Calvin Ridley is going to be a top now, 10 I receiver say, who gets I've, open. I fucked
0: it. up not putting him on my list. But yeah, that's looking
1: disrespectful
0: as fuck. I don't think he would have cracked my top 20.
2: Yeah. I, that's still disrespectful. That's where I landed with him because I didn't remember. And y'all going to eat your words next time the end. season starts. I, hope I hope mean, I again, again, I'm, I'm probably going to draft him because he's not going to be rated very highly. He's going to be a top 10 pick. No, he's not. Not at all. Not in fantasy. Not hope even fucking you take close. take
0: him in the first round. Dude, Go please take him to the run. top 10. But, like, he's going to be a
2: steal next year.
0: I'm, I'm holding you to those words there when that pick comes I'm around an, to I'm you. I'm investing, bro. <laughs> well, hey. The man
1: played for the Falcons and looked like a fucking god. Come on now
0: we appreciate you all being invested with us and lasting this long with the boys. If you've lasted this long, it obviously means that you enjoy what we're putting out. So I'm just going to throw it out there to you. If you have any desires on putting your business or your ads or any type of, uh, you know, publishing out here for you, hit us up in our DMS at pro football underscore pod on Twitter. We'll be more than happy to discuss with you possible advertising on our system here with all of our shenanigans with the boys. Follow Austin on Twitter at Austin underscore PFP. Follow coach at coach underscore PFP. Follow myself at Hulk underscore PFP. Our DMs are always open for you. Hit us up. We love you guys. Have a great fucking week. (laughs)